welcome uh, back to the Aerospace Executive Podcast. It's uh, it's me, Craig Pickin, as always, and uh, I've got my good friend Matt Johnson back with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt is uh, Matt runs all my podcasts. He's my producer. He's got a company of his own out in San Diego and does a great job. And we love to talk about stuff we're seeing in business. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just chatting about um, hiring good people and uh, the folks, the, the the things that make business is successful. So Matt, thanks for coming on. Yeah, man, always. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about confidence in hiring and uh, what, what kind of got you thinking about this right now? I was thinking about a search that I did recently and here's the trend. You can just, you can see it coming and you, you know, it's there. And, and, and the trend is this, you got highly caffeinated companies younger managements and they're all up and coming and they've got this aura about them. We're hip, we're caffeinated, we're high energy. And what do we want? We want hip, we want caffeinated, we want high energy. Mm-hmm. What do they lack? Experience, experience and wisdom. Experience and wisdom. And I'm like, you know, I think about it, it's like, it's, it, and I can understand, I think I, I can understand the fear. It's like you're 35 year old executive, maybe your first VP leadership role. Mm-hmm. And you've got somebody with 20 years more experience than you has probably done your job. And you're like, Oh, do I bring them on? Do I hire them? Do I bring them on board? Or it's an intimidation factor. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, how do I manage them? If I hire them, I get all the experience, but how do I manage them? And the answer is, you don't. (laughs) Okay, explain. Sometimes you just bring them on board and you go, hey, look, you've got 20 years more experience than me. You've sat in this chair. Why do you want this job? You ask a question, why? Mm -hmm. Why do you want the job? Why do you want to be here? You might see a, a litany of answers. You might see a sales vice president, vice president of sales who has no desire to manage salespeople anymore. Mm. I, I just really enjoyed going out, beating bushes. Gotcha. Being at the shiny end of the spear. You know, the mm-hmm. pointy end of the spear. I don't want to run people. I don't want to manage people. That was a pain in the neck. I made more money when I was just out being a salesperson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, you know, I've got four or five good years left in me. I don't want to run the operation. I don't want to be the head honcho anymore. Mm-hmm. I really just want to be down in the trenches, driving spreadsheets and making stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Cool. I got it. Can you do that for me? Yeah. Been in your shoes. Got 20 years of experience <laughs> doing that for you. Okay. Yeah. I've seen every mistake you're going to make three or four times already. Mm-hmm. I know when you're going to make a mistake before you even make a mistake. And I'm going to let you make your mistakes and then I'm going to help you clean it up. Okay. <laughs> it takes a lot of confidence to hire a, a guy or a gal like that, I think. And the question yeah, that's interesting. Beca- the, the question becomes, all right, yeah, what are you looking for as a leader? You know, mm. If you were an investment manager, you and I talked about this before. Mm-hmm. If you were a fund manager managing a billion dollars of investments and you had the opportunity to go hire Warren Buffett to help you do it, would you do it? Yeah. No brainer. The insecure executive goes, oh, this guy, if I hire this guy, he's going to think I'm, he may think I'm an idiot. 
because he's going to see every mistake I've made three or four or five times. Mm-hmm. The wise person may say, well, yeah, I'll get him on board because that wealth of experience is going to teach me a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. And good people are judged by the people they hire. So I think there's kind of this, I'm seeing it a lot now post COVID. How so? A lot of experience. Well, a lot of experience. Oh, just a lot of experience roaming around that got laid off or whatever. No, no a lot of experience. A lot of experience just left the industry. Just left. Left the industry. You got, you know, you got people like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to manage people anymore. Hmm. I'm going to go take some chips off the table and go do something different. I've seen directors and vice presidents of operations inside part 135 charter operators, the aircraft operators who say, I don't want to, I don't want to manage people anymore. I just want to go be a pilot. Mm. I make more money just being a pilot with less headaches. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I can understand that. But now what about that, that guy who's going, Hey, I really do miss managing people or I really do miss helping organizations. It's a confidence thing. Okay. So if you're the executive in that role and you have the option to hire someone with this, you know, more experienced, has more wisdom than you, how do you build that confidence and how can you structure that relationship in such a way that you can confidently hire a person like that without hitting at that insecurity? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it all comes down to dialogue and you throw your chips on the table. And you have the dialogue, if you, know, you have the dialogue and you may say, hey, look, here's kind of the gig. You scare the hell out of me. <laughs> Think about it. You scare the hell out of me. You got 20 years more experience I've got or, or you know, you've seen it all. What gifts? Mm. And then you go through the dialogue and you say, look, this is my, you know, this is my fear. You know, this is where I, this is my concern. And you let the other person answer and you go, Hey, look, yeah. The other person may say, Hey, look, you know, this is what I bring to the table. This is how I can help you. This is why I can help you. And it's not about, yeah, I may have been a half million dollar person before, and this is a 200,000, $250,000 job. Mm -hmm. It's not about the money for me. I've made money. Yeah. It's about, you know, it's about the benefit of helping an organization grow. Mm. Yeah. It's about something different. And then it's about, you know, a mutual respect and you're the boss. I'm willing to, you know, I'm not here to you know, challenge you. I'm not here to, you know, to you know, fight you. I'm just here to go do a great job for a company that values my experience. Mm. Yeah. I like it. And then, uh, yeah, I think that that's a skill too. The ability to kind of sit down and have that conversation. Obviously, you know, you can have the, you can have the honesty only going one way. It's it's you can you can have the honesty going from you to them. The question is, how do you pull the honesty out of them? And uh, there there's a skill to drawing out somebody's real motivation in conversation like that, and and keep on digging until you get to the real why. Yep. You know, which is the oh man, I'm like I'm I'm five years from retirement. And I feel financially insecure. So I want to make about a million dollars between now and the next five years that I can sock away in the bank so that I have a, okay, great. Now, now we've got like, now we know what the real, whatever that is, whatever the real motivation is, like keep digging until you find it. But it's not just, but it's not just age. It's not just, Mm -hmm. you think about it. It's like, Hey, look, the VP of sales of my competitor calls me up and says, Hey, I see you got a sales, you just got a sales territory open. You game, you know, Mm -hmm. you hire me. 
Uh, it might be the same age, might be the same, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. it's why the hell would you want that? I go, man, I just don't like leading salespeople. Yeah. I really just enjoyed being out there. I don't want to be the CFO. I just want to go you know, drive spreadsheets and help you do M and A or whatever else. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay mm -hmm. to just be, you know, there's a lot of people that are, you know, it's like, Hey, I've been out there. I, I really just, you know, what is mm -hmm. it? The state with the five stages of a uh, individual contributor to uh, you know, stage five leader or whatever, whatever it was in uh, good to great. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with being a level one individual contributor. Mm. Just be a good one. Right. Just be a good one. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm an individual contributor, but I'm a good one. I'll make you a yeah. lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so build, build the confidence, have the, have the honest conversation, find out what the motivation is as best you can. And if you feel like you've got someone that can do the job, no questions asked. They've got the, they've got the experience. They've got the wisdom. Uh, basically, put them in a situation where they can do what they do, and don't micromanage. Don't look over their shoulder. Don't insist that everything is done your way. Like bring them in with the expectation that if you're going to have confidence to hire them, have confidence to let them perform once yeah. they're in the building. Right. Right. Got I mean, yeah. You know, look, you're still the boss. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you're still. You're still the captain of your own ship. And, you know, you manage people of different skills differently. You, know, you may you have some people in your organization may need some handholding. You may have other people that are more hands-off. Yeah, hey, I, I'll, I'll call you on Tuesday if, you know, what's your dream employee? Mm -hmm. Is the person you just say this, I need this by Tuesday and you get it Monday night. Mm -hmm. And and it's perfect and no questions asked, right? Yeah. What do you worry about with that person? I worry about your somebody stealing him from you. Because... <laughs> yes. Which is, by the way, the the only the it's it's the only good position to be in. Yes, to have people that are so good, you worry about them being stolen or leaving. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. It's uh, but 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 on the flip side, yeah. Who's the who's the happiest employee? It's like yeah, I, I do my work by. My boss keeps, you know, they, they leave me alone. Yeah. They let me do my thing. Yeah. And I come, I just, I make, I make money. That's, that's, well, it is interesting. I just think there's, there's been such a huge shift, you know, since the days of, you know, quote unquote, that like the big corporations where it was, if you were not on the long, inexorable, continuously uphill climb, something was wrong with you. Yep. Right. Like if you weren't, if every single position you had didn't progressively have a bigger title, more responsibility, and a bigger paycheck, then something was horrible. Something had gone terribly, terribly wrong. Uh, I think as like I, we were talking about this before we hit record, like lifespans are getting longer, but also the, just the culture is shifting to where people that are that have been kind of essentially people my age and younger entered the workforce with different expectations. Like we want a different quality of life along the way. And it's way more acceptable culturally in people under 40 to have these career, like winding career paths where you might start a company here, you might go to work for somebody else, then you, you're a VP here, then you, then you take a step back and you maybe hang out with your kids for five years and take something with less responsibility. Then when they get older, you dive back in, you do something that has, you know, a lot of responsibility, a lot of hours. It just, culturally, that's changed. It didn't used to be, 
acceptable mm-hmm. to do that sort of thing, to have those different winding career paths. And I think now it is, and at least that's what the workers want. So now when I think when, when executives are, are going into leadership and working for somebody, they want somebody that understands that part of it. And well, some do a, and some don't. Well, well, there's a great, so young, le- young leaders, young managers have this, it's a natural fear that they have to know everything. And, you know, they're like, I don't know the answer to that question, or I don't, you know, and, and, and they feel like, Hey, you know, look, it's, it's a natural thing. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, Ooh, I'm the boss and I'm supposed to know everything, but you know, no, you're not, you're the leader mm-hmm. and you're supposed to figure out how to get there. Yeah, I remember, you know, it's, it, it, I remember this meeting I sat in once and uh, it was awesome. It was a, it was a obnoxious Russian trying to buy an airplane, you know, actually trying to buy several mm-hmm. big deal mm-hmm. and young executive in the room. His peer was about 10 years older. You know, so guys trying to, the you know, guy is negotiating like a banshee. I mean, he is, and he's just obnoxious and you see this young executive, he is just getting, yeah, he's just, you can see the steam coming out of his ears. He's turning red. He's, you know, he's ready to go kill somebody. And his buddy hits the mute button. He goes, calm down. It's all right. He's just trying to see what he can get. <laughs> okay. Just trying to see what he can get. Yeah. Perspective, you know? All right. What do you want? No, we're not doing that. Here's what we'll do. It's cool. You know? Yeah. But once again, it's sort of like, a little bit of wisdom, a little bit of experience. You don't know the answers. You don't have to know everything. Mm-hmm. You just have to know what, how to get there. Yes. And that's, you know, and that comes down to experience, hiring smarter people than you mm-hmm. to help you figure out. It's not, it's, it's not what's the next card. It's how do I find the ace of spades in the deck, right? And it's the person yeah. who gets you to the ace of spades in the deck. Yeah, thinking like about, it. you know, I was just kind of thinking about, yeah, you, know, you know, I'm seeing this now COVID and, and the workforce is changing. Mm-hmm. People don't want to move. They can't move because housing prices are getting obnoxiously yeah. expensive mm-hmm. or they're afraid to go buy something because it's, you know, do they, does it all crash? Right. People don't want to move. People don't want to come back to the office. Mm-hmm. People have left the industry. So now leaders, I think, have to reach, they have to, change how they think about hiring in general. And, and, and it's like, all right, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? So it just kind of was one of those things where um, I've been, I've been seeing it. I've been thinking it. It's one of these mm-hmm. things I've been thinking about for quite a long time. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Lot, lot to chew on there. There's, we could do a whole, I, there's a whole bunch I, of examples that I could, that we could go down, but we won't do that. Um, what's the best way for people to reach out and connect? Call me, 910-509-7129. Emails craig at northstaresg.com. Love it. Yeah, I was just thinking there was, you mentioned the the executive, the young executive who feels like he has to know everything. And uh, it seems like there's a lot going on with that in the NFL right now. I know you follow the NFL a little bit. So Chicago Bears, right? They draft this young gun quarterback, but the coach is doubling down committing that the guy they signed Andy Dalton is no he's our starter on week one 
And uh, I was listening to uh, an old GM, a guy that's worked for Bill Belichick for years. Mm-hmm. He's like, that. that is a coach trying to sound like he knows what he's doing when the best answer to that question is, I don't know. Yep. Like we are not even in preseason yet. I do not know who the day one starter is going to be. He said like the mature experienced coach will just be honest and say, I don't know. Right. Instead of saying, we're going to stick to the plan. And that's like, that's the difference between having that confidence to just say, I don't know something, but I'm going to get, I'm going to get to the right place, but I don't know now that right. doesn't diminish me as a coach or a leader. That just means we have a plan and the plan is to figure it out, uh, which I thought was really, really good. But again, that guy's in his, you know, like he's had the experience of being around somebody that's coached in the NFL for 30 years. You don't figure that stuff out right away. Well, you think about like stock market, Mm -hmm. you know, what's, what's the best people who have generated the best returns in the stock market are people who say, okay, this is kind of my focus and I'm going to ride it. It's like, you know, best, yeah, the best analogy of a stock market I've ever heard was it's like walk it's like a kid walking upstairs with a yo-yo. <laughs> you know? Okay. And you know, experience, you know, uh inexperience is the person who picks great stocks, but panic sells. Right. Experience is a person who says, all right, we're gonna pick great stocks. And we'll ride out the ups and the downs and Mm -hmm. get to and get to a place. I think that's kind of what, you know, what young leaders need to realize. Look, it's a whole new, you know, it's a whole new era now of young leaders coming up and they're saying, you say, all right, pick a direction, stick with the focus, put the people on the team, but have the courage to ride it up and down. You're going to get challenged. Yeah. At every level, you're going to challenged by your employee, you're going to challenged by your bosses, your shareholders, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and you got to figure out, hey, this is the confidence I need to go. We are on the right track. We've got the right people. I've got the right experience on my team to help me get to the, the level I'd be at. And, and maturity as a leader is understanding where that, you know, that experience comes from a lot of different angles. Yeah. So. Yeah. Love it. This is a good topic. Very, very good. Cool. All right. So hopefully people reach out, connect, give you a call, give you an email. Uh, with that being said, thanks, man. Always enjoy these episodes with me. Thanks, man. I hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Aerospace Executive Podcast. You can reach out to me directly, Craig at NorthStarESG.com, or check us out at www.NorthStarESG.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or on YouTube, just do a search for Aerospace Executive Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Craig Pippen.